All right, joining us now on the Ben and Skin Show is the COO of your Dallas Cowboys, the mighty Stephen Jones. How we doing today, Stephen? Hey, guys. I'm uh, slowly but surely uh, getting focused on next year and getting over, you know, a big disappointment. I know it was for our fans and uh, obviously for our team and our coaches and our organization, but, uh, you know, there's a lot to be positive about. But, uh, you know, as we said all year, we got to build on each game. You know, I think we're going to keep that thing. My back's against the wall. We've got to improve on this season and take the next step. Uh, can't go backwards here like we've done in the past where we have a playoff year and then don't make the playoffs. We've got to not only get back, but we've got to uh, take the next step, and that's going to be our battle cry as we work through uh, improving this football team and making things better. Yeah, Stephen, that's kind of where I want to go today is obviously, you know, you're on the station Monday and there's always questions. The The first day is like, well, who are you changing and who are you firing and who are you keeping and all this stuff? But what I am curious about is what y'all's evaluation process is like, not only for the staff, but the players. Has that already begun? Is it happening now? What What is that process like for you guys? Well, we had a quick uh, uh, meeting uh, with our staff and kind of went over the game uh, just so we all had a feel for exactly uh, uh, what, what happened uh, at the game and where we had our, uh, you know, where we had our letdowns. And then uh, it sat with our coaches and they kind of gave a one-liner on each of the players as well in terms of, uh, you know, how they felt their season went and, uh, you know, where they felt the future was with uh, those players. So, anyway, it was quick. We'll obviously really roll up our sleeves and go back and watch all the tape and give an in-depth review of the entire team and the entire season and uh, go from there. Obviously, we're talking to Jason about his staff and uh, won't be commenting on that at all, but uh, certainly uh, taking a look at that and uh, where we stand there and, you know, really start to put together a plan uh, for the off season. You know, we don't have our number one pick. We all know uh, we got a lot of our own young players to sign and more to come after the obvious uh, four or five that we have to sign. So, uh, once again, we won't be big players in free agency, but, uh, you know, we I think we've done a good job historically of finding some depth and, you know, some value in free agency that can give us depth on our football team. We'll look at, look at it the same way. I don't see us uh, you know, spending, uh, you know, big numbers in uh, free agency other than on our own, uh, own players. Stephen, there was an article in the Ringer that came out over the last couple of days that was breaking down how many times Ezekiel Elliott ran into a box that had eight or more people in the box to stop the run? And against the Rams, it was 40% of his runs were against eight in the box or more. Sony Michelle had three touchdowns for the Patriots. He only ran against eight in the box or more 4% of the time. Todd Gurley only 6% of the time. C.J. Anderson only 17% of the time. So fans are curious, why do the Cowboys continually run Zeke into a box that has eight or more people in it instead of audibling into a pass? Yeah, those are all things that we'll go over in depth. I think they're valid points. I think they're things that uh, will we'll be looked at uh, as we move forward and see uh, you know, where we can improve and how we can do better. And, uh, you know, obviously those are things that we're going to improve as a team and improve as an offense, which, uh, you know, you look at, don't know if it's an aberration or not, but you look at the final four teams this year and they're the top four teams uh, on offense in terms of scoring points. And, uh we have to be better. We knew we were struggling with that from the start this year. I think we improved as it went. The addition of Mari certainly helped that. But uh, we have to be better uh, if we're going to get to where we want to go and we want to take that final step 
a next step and get in the final four and compete to uh, play in a Super Bowl and win a championship, then we, you know, we have to improve. No one's satisfied at all. I don't think any players is, any coaches, any scout is. Certainly ownership's not, front office is not satisfied with uh, what we did this year. Uh, I think we uh, took a step, but we've certainly got to take the next steps and all the things you're talking about right now are involved in, uh, you know, doing our, our self-scout, our self-evaluation, and, uh, and figuring out a way uh, to be better. Talking to Stephen Jones here on the Ben and Skin Show. Kind of staying on that theme, I'm sure you hear the talk out there, what fans and media say. Uh, you guys are a running team. That's what your identity is, uh, and the league feels like it's a passing league. Do you feel like you guys can improve enough internally with the talent you have, or do you do you feel good about, in general, what you guys do schematically? Yeah, I think we can improve. I think we can be better schematically. I think we can improve on our scheme, on our design, and I, I think we can I think we throw the ball efficiently and effectively with the, the personnel we have. I think Dak's only going to get better. Uh, he's had games where uh, we've seen where he's been very prolific uh, throwing the football. I think we've got really good weapons uh, on the offensive side. You know, you look at Amari as a one and Gallup as a two and Beasley as a slot. Obviously, Beasley's a question mark because of the free agency. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think in a really strong offensive line with Travis Frederick coming back, uh, everybody uh, gets players hurt. Obviously, missing, you know, not having Travis. Uh, you know, affects especially the, you know, the pocket and the push of the pocket, especially up the middle. So uh, it'll be great to get him back. Uh, I think we've got, you know, a good group, uh, including, uh, you know, Sudafilo coming back. So, you know, it's a good uh, base group to start with. But I think, uh, you know, we are going to have to be more efficient throwing the ball going forward. And I think we've got the, uh, the people that do it. But we have to improve uh, in all areas, including scheme and design. All right, I want to get your thoughts on on a perception that's out there, and I'm sure this is uh, an unfair perception, but I at least want to get your thoughtful answer on this. And there's this idea out there that, hey, the status quo is fine. You guys are close enough. There's no need for major changes. And then business is booming, the number one brand in football, one of the biggest brands in all the sports, and TV ratings are great, jersey sales are great. So business is good, and there's this perception out there amongst a portion of the fan base where I think they think, okay, Jerry is more concerned with business and making money than he is with winning a championship. And I'd just love for you to address that perception. I mean, that's almost laughable. <laughs> uh, you know Jerry Jones. I think uh, the joke, uh, nothing burns hotter in his belly uh, than wanting to win a championship. He would have given up, I think he's on record, as saying he'd give up the Hall of Fame in a second uh, to have another, Hall of, uh, to have another uh, Lombardi trophy. I mean, no one is burning the candle at both ends more than Jerry and more, uh, you know, far from being content in terms of uh, where we are as a football team. And, uh, you know, you have tough decisions to make uh, every year in terms of what's best for the team, but I can tell you, uh, he is no one is content around there. Uh, he challenges everybody. He looks, unfortunately, for, for confrontation every day. Uh, know in terms of uh, pushing us to take the next step and uh you know i just laugh when i hear something like that that is the furthest thing uh, you've heard him say too it's, it's not about the money when it comes to a super bowl you don't know you don't want to know what he'd pay uh, in terms of uh dollars to uh uh to get a super bowl for our fans uh, for this organization sooner than later 
and I just tell you, there's no one content, and it starts right at the top as one who's uh, the least content in, in terms of uh, uh, having things uh, be status quo. And, uh, do anything uh, that he can, obviously push all the buttons that he can to motivate our group, uh, whether it's myself, whether it's the scouting department, the coaching department, the players, uh, you know, to be the best and to take the next step. And so, uh, like I said, that's laughable to me. Stephen Jones joining us on the Ben and Skin Show. I'd like to hear your assessment of y'all's tight end position with this sort of context. You know, the league, it well, seems I, like... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, go I, I was just saying that, you know, there's a lot of dynamic tight ends, and we had Witten here forever, and while you see some things that you like from the young guys, can they get to where you need to be? In other words, is tight end, if you guys aren't going to go out in free agency, which you, you sort of stated... Is tight end a priority in this draft? Yes, I mean I think uh, you know we've got some good young players. I think uh, you know Blake Jarwin in particular probably has the most upside, but is he, you know is it ready right this second? Probably not. So yeah, I think uh, tight end is very important. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, one of our top needs, uh, what we'll be looking at in the draft and uh, looking for ways to. Uh, you know, to make that a you know a stronger spot because uh, certainly Beasley's a chain mover uh, forever. Jason Witten was a chain mover. Uh, uh, certainly Blake made some strides this year, but uh, you know, I think it's obvious that you know right now we don't have that quote unquote uh, Jason Witten, Jay Novacek, number one tight uh, end. Stephen, around this time last year, I mean, I remember having conversations going, wow, the Cowboys have a linebacking uh, disaster on their hands. And here we are a year later going, good God, the linebacking position is great. So then you kind of look at the future of, of Sean Lee and what he's meant to this team. And he's under contract for one year, but we know how contracts work in the NFL when it's not guaranteed money. What what do you kind of envision how you guys move forward with uh, Sean Lee, who's been so important to this team? So I think that's something we'll sit down with Sean on. I mean, he's such a vital part of this. I'm not so sure. You know, obviously, he's a veteran. Uh, uh, what a special player he is. And being the wily veteran he is, uh, you know, he probably played the best in that game. He had about 24 plays. And I would say he played better. Uh, you know, probably played the position better than anybody uh, in that particular game. Uh, you know, we want him back. Uh, I think he's a, a leader on this football team. Uh, I think... Over the course of the season, you're going to need three guys to man, you know, those two spots. And uh, certainly, Sean, uh, you know, where he is in his career, uh, I think he probably believes that it's tough for him, you know, to play, you know, to play all those plays, uh, game in and game out, and uh, probably would, you know, could really uh, help us in a role. And we just got to define what that is. And uh, no one we'd love to have back more than Sean Lee. I mean, he's special. He's what the game's all about. We've had some of those special people over the course of time, and he's one up. Steven, you obviously have a bona fide, certified winner at quarterback, a guy who really shines in the clutch, and he's shown that time and time again. Uh, but he showed that from the moment he arrived and, and first started getting up the opportunity to play. So uh, my question for you is about his development. Do you feel like Dak has developed significantly since 2016, and what are the ways he's grown the most? Well, I just think uh, at any time you, you get reps in this league and you put a year, you know, under your belt, uh, you improve. And I think he understands the game probably more than he's ever understood it. Uh, I think he's uh, 
understands what he needs to do to get better. I mean, you've got to understand this guy's three years into the league. You talk about, you know, some of these guys uh, you know, that are in it here at the end, uh, a Drew Brees and a Tom Brady, and they had Romo around here forever, and Troy, you know, they, they will tell you that the experience, you just can't get enough of it. And uh, some of them, even though they had to retire, felt like they were playing their best ball at the end. And uh, I think Dak's only going to uh, get better. I think they'll continue to improve. And uh, it's our job to have the right people around him uh, to help him improve. But uh, as I said, I think he's got an insatiable appetite to be great. I think he's got rare intangibles, rare leadership skills. As you said, he's a winner. And uh, I think he's going to do whatever it takes to continue to grow and uh, help this team take the next step. You know, and this is the last question for you. I was talking to a former player, and he was talking to me about Romo, and when Romo really started calling audibles, he said Romo went full mad scientist in 2013 at the line of scrimmage, calling audibles, changing protections, those types of things. And uh, sometimes we think back and think, oh, he must have done that the whole time. But that's a tough thing to do, be a veteran quarterback and have, you know, enough experience to fully evaluate what's happening and change the plays at the line and whatnot. And we talked about how many times you guys ran into an eight-man box with Zeke in this game 40% of the time. Is Dak at the point now where he can be that field general and kind of an offensive coordinator on the field, or is it still too early to expect that much out of a young quarterback? Well, I would never underestimate Dak and uh, what he can do. I think he's starting to uh, see these things and get a feel for it. Not that he hadn't always seen it, but uh, he's gaining confidence. Uh, I think that's one of the things, uh, you know, that you, you want to do. You don't want to, you know, ever, you know, just start over. You want to continue to uh, create a foundation that he can build on and yet uh, add to his repertoire in terms of getting the team in the right situations, being able to, uh, uh, you know, make teams uh, have to adjust, uh, you know, and not be able to just uh, put everybody up there, uh, you know, just stop what we do best, which is run the football and, when you got players like Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and Cole Beasley, and uh, hopefully we'll improve upon that situation. Uh, but, uh, you know, want to make it pay. And, uh, you know, as we move forward, that'll be a big part of what we're about because, you know, that's one of the places, you know, we want to improve all the way around. But uh, certainly, as I said, we look at who's in these, uh, you know, these final four teams, they're the top four scoring teams in the NFL. And, you know, if we want to, uh, you know, if we want to take the next steps, and we're going to not only have to improve as an offense, but uh, uh, all the way around, and that's what we intend to do here in the off season. And uh, nobody's satisfied, and we've got our eye on the ball and uh, ready to take the next step. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for riding with us once again this season. Uh, you know us; we'll probably hit you up a few times in the off season and beg you to come on again. But we just want to thank you for all your time this year. Well, I've enjoyed it with you guys. Y'all are. A pleasure, and uh, always great to talk Cowboy football and uh, others, other things, but uh, appreciate it, and uh, uh, let's look forward to a big off season and uh, look forward to next year. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Stephen.